given tonight to the program of God. God bless you. And let's prepare our minds and hearts to worship him and to be ready to receive the word of Almighty God. God bless you tonight.
Worship him like he's great. Amen. worship God. Become a part. Be a part. Be a part. Amen. We're, we're our church family here, and we're looking forward again to seeing you, meeting you, and growing with us. Amen. As the Lord allows. And so, make plans to be here this weekend here in the house of the Lord. I'd like to welcome first time visitors as well. Amen. Welcome, welcome to the house of the Lord here today. Amen. We hope and pray that again today you come back. Once, once you come one time, we can see your family. So, amen. We look forward to uh, seeing you and, and, and becoming part of the family with us here. And so, truly, we're blessed no doubt to uh, be able to come and worship God. So we say welcome to you as well. Amen. And I continue to be mindful again of our schedule coming up as we were mentioning earlier about the fellowship meeting on the 13th, 13th of uh, August, 13th of August before we know it, two weeks from now, two weeks from now roughly. Again, we'll be here at the church, uh, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Churches from around the region, Virginia, uh, perhaps West Virginia, Pennsylvania, uh, D.C. and upstate, various places, and Lord knows wherever else may come, we're coming out to worship with us at 1 o'clock on Saturday. We call it our fellowship meeting. And then the night prior, the night prior, Friday night at 7, we'll be having food and fellowship, food and fellowship here at the church. So come and worship with us. Amen. And uh, perhaps some activities, I don't know yet. We'll see how, the, how it works out. But again, come on out and be with us. You're welcome to come. They don't have to cook that night. So Friday night, come on out and be with us. Uh, but the night before the service, amen. Fellowship Eve, how's that? Fellowship Eve, come on out and worship with us and, and, and uh, fellowship with us as well, amen. Fellowship is important, amen. Fellowship is important, again, to be part amongst the brethren and various ones, uh, again, as we continue. Say again, Mark? Friday at 7, so put on your calendar, Mark. Put on your calendar. Tell your mom and dad, come on out. Your mom and your sisters, brothers, everybody, come on out get it by the food. Tell them they have to cook this week, amen, that week, all right? And so, no, no, the 13th, 13th, 12th, the 12th, actually, the 12th of August. I'm telling y'all now, y'all going to hear it over and over again, but these folks tuning in, new people, whoever may be watching, we're going, repetition is a good teacher, how's that? Amen, you continue to lock it in your brain. Amen, be praying, what is about it? Amen, it'll be a blessing, a blessing. Then on the 20th, the 20th as well, that's another Saturday, the 20th will be our prayer brunch, prayer brunch. You come out, again, you folks eat a lot around here. Well, again, not all the time, but we eat, we eat. Breakfast, breakfast, breakfast here at the church at 11 a.m. and prayer breakfast as well. And no doubt they'll have activities that day as well. Come on now, we had a good time a couple of years ago. 
uh, pre-pre-viruses. So uh, come on now and be with us. And we have tickets. We have tickets at the back door, and uh, they, they are $30, $30 each. It's a fundraiser in which we raise up the finances for the church here. Again, outside of our normal giving, what's our normal giving? Tithing offerings, your normal giving. And so uh, uh, we want to raise some funds again today. We said about we want to raise some funds for cameras, cameras, so we can stop using these cell phones, man. Amen. We can use real cameras and set it up real nice. And so, again, that will help raise the funds for that outside of our typical uh, budget there. So, all right, those announcements out the way, let us get started with the word of God here. Amen. The Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 1, Galatians chapter 1, give you a few verses of scripture in two places. The Bible says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and the God, the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brethren which were are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be unto you and peace from God, the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins and that he might uh, deliver us from the present world or eat present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. In verse 5, it goes on and says, And to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. He said, I marvel uh, that you are soon removed from that you have called into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. In verse 7, it went on and says, Which is not another, but there are some that trouble you which pervert the gospel. He says, But though we or an angel from above preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And in verse 9, in Galatians 1, 9, it says, As we said before, so say I again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you uh, that ye have received, let him be accursed. For I do, for I now persuade men or God. Let's read it again. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men, for if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. And then I'm going to jump down to 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verses 6 to 11. The Bible says, therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We come to some Bible study tonight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, referring to death. Whether we labor, uh, labor that, whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. He says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and that everyone may receive the things done in the body according to that he had done, whether it be good or evil or bad. Number 11, he says, knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. He says, but we are made manifest unto God. Our trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For a little bit, we're going to reread number 11 as our text. The Bible says, knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. For we are made manifest unto God, and our trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For a little bit, we're going to give it a title this evening about people are persuaded one way or another. People are persuaded one way or another. Reverend, if you open us in prayer, please. Amen. Father God, Lord, we thank you for the richness of your presence and your power, Lord, already made available in this service. We thank you, Lord, for every soul, Father God, that, will, uh, that is in the house of the Lord, those that are tuning in online. And we ask you, Lord, to move by your spirit. Touch, Father God, and anoint our pastor as he breaks the bread of life. 
Give us hearts, Father God, to receive that word. Let our understanding be clear of the word as it's lodged in our heart tonight. And let our minds be mixed with faith to put into action the things uh, that you deal with our hearts about. We ask you, Lord, to save, deliver, fill with the Holy Ghost, destroy yokes, break strongholds, whatever your people have need of, we ask you, Lord, to release it to them as they seek you first in your kingdom and your righteousness. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. People are persuaded one way or another. One way or another. And persuasion, if you think about that, I... Uh, I was even just thinking about people in general, even people of this church. We was uh, thinking about maybe prosperity from one of these days, about all the way in, all the way in. And and really, uh, to get people really fully persuaded concerning the things of God, fully persuaded concerning their salvation, fully persuaded concerning their eternal life and their relationship with Christ and really, uh, again, their dedication to Christ, on and on and on, to be fully persuaded. And that's in any aspect of our lives, any thing that you endeavor to do. You must be persuaded in that endeavor. Uh, definition of persuaded or persuasion is to convince or to call someone to do. As we shared with you our last week, our last Sunday, about, again, how the media uses things to persuade people, to persuade folks, again, to do something, to go somewhere, or to buy a product and or, again, a, a, a good or service, if you think about that. And the Bible deals with persuasion sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. We all know the story of how the Satan was used. Again, uh, he, he was, uh, did these things to persuade men and women away from God. And on the flip side of that, we find again the persuasion to get men back to God. Uh, again, a war for the soul, a war for your life, a war for your future, a war for your eternal destination. We find it here Every day of our lives. Uh, uh, the Bible tells us in our scripture reading, uh, again, uh, about knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Knowing the terror of the Lord. Knowing the judgments we covered in Bible study. Knowing that man is eternally bound, people. Man is eternally bound, again, and we have uh, to give an account for our lives. We share with you about the whole duty of man over the past three weeks in Bible study. The whole duty of man is to fear God, keep his commandments, no doubt, and to serve him and obey him. And this is the whole duty of man. And we share with you how that there is a pull in one way or the other to do what the Lord would have us to do. And because of that, because we know that there is a judgment, we will all have to stand before God one by one, not, not, not because of what our mom or dad or friends or loved ones may have to say, but we will all have to give an account for our lives. If you think about it, everybody that ever lived on this earth, somehow, some way, by God's grace, has heard the gospel. Or given an opportunity, or somehow, some way, dealt with by his spirit, dealt with by a soul winner, dealt with by a preaching or a teaching or a missionary, somehow, some way, somehow, before you die, you will hear about Jesus one way or the other. And not matter whether it's one time or a million times, what will we do with the Christ, Jesus our Lord? Will we be persuaded in our minds tonight? And so uh, as we look at this, I open up in Galatians chapter 1 where the Apostle Paul, he had uh, went through and gave his, again, an opening statements about he was an apostle of God. He wasn't an apostle of men. He was sent by God. He was called to preach by God. 
Not called of men, not because man told him to. One time a man said, who tells you, who told you you were called to preach? It wasn't a no man. It wasn't some persuasion of men. It wasn't some persuasion or some influence by somebody forcing me to go do something. But it was God. Amen. It has to be God. Amen. To begin to have down in your heart, he said, I'm not, this was not given to me by the will of men, but the will of God. And he went on and said, I, I, in this present world that we're living in, we continue to preach Jesus Christ. No doubt, uh, again, in the time in which he was preaching and teaching and he was alive, the gospel was forbidden. The gospel was forbidden and they were jailed and killed for the, the very cause of Christ. And you have to be persuaded when your neck is on the line. You have to really believe in what you're doing to put your neck on the line for a cause. Naturally, that cause was Christ tonight. And how many are willing, no doubt, or would be willing to put your life on the line for the cause of Christ? Would you be fully persuaded if they said denounce Christ? Would you be fully persuaded if I'll give you a billion dollars tonight if you would denounce Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I wonder how many would say, hey, you know what, preacher, I'm out of here. <laughs> Take me to the bank. Or would you know that I'll say, no, I don't want your money. I want Jesus tonight. Amen. Would you, again, cause a man or woman to pull you away that does not know Christ? Would you allow a sin or a temptation to keep us away from Christ? And so Paul said, no, you know what? We must be persuaded by Almighty God tonight. And so one way or another, we, where, where is our, our, our level of persuasion? Do we, are we persuaded fully for Christ or are we persuaded for the affairs of this life tonight? The Bible goes on and says, we cannot please men tonight, regardless of what man may say, regardless of what man may do. You must be persuaded in your mind. Jesus is the right thing. Amen. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He began to preach that, and others preached and taught that as well. And brothers and sisters, it has not changed tonight. Jesus Christ is still the same. He's still the answer. He's still the need meter. He's still the savior of the world. He said, if anybody preaches any other thing but Jesus, he said, let him be a curse. Muhammad can't do it for us tonight. Are you listening? Buddha couldn't save my soul. And all these other religions that man is trying to get to God through, the only one that can change a life, the only one that is real, and you have a reality in Christ, in the Lord, our God, our Father, is through Christ Jesus, our Lord tonight. He's the only one that can save the world today. Amen. And so the Bible says there is no other but him today. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. No man coming to the Father but through him. They say all religions lead to God. No, not all religions. Amen. There's only one way, and that's through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's get back to where we want to go. And so the Bible says in the second part of our Bible reading, he says, therefore, we are confident in this. He says, I'm confident in eternal life. I'm confident when I die. No doubt I will have to stand before God. He said to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, that I have to stand before him and give an account for everything I've done. We covered with you last week, in, uh, last Tuesday night in, in, in Bible study. We have to stand before him and give an account. Whether absent from the body, we, we have to stand and, and, and no doubt face the facts. No doubt whether good or evil today. Amen. And so when we stand before him, what will he see? Will he see a blood wash? cleanse uh, uh, Christians and I will he see somebody full of the Holy Ghost somebody who fell in love with him dedicated their lives to him their efforts time and energy to the Lord church let that be our prayer tonight say uh, yes I want the evidence no doubt that I'm a Christian tonight and so he says to be present with the Lord you see there is an eternal life tonight how many know that tonight 
Some people don't believe that. They don't believe there's life after death. They don't believe that, uh, again, this is just a portion of what's to come. They don't believe in hell. They don't believe in heaven. They don't believe that there is life hereafter. But brothers and sisters, they come in for a rude awakening tonight. There are many, even as a certain time we've been in service, many have come to the realization that heaven and or hell is real. They'll come to the realization that the Christ Jesus is Lord, no doubt, of all. And they will have to bow before the Lord. And that's why we say bow now instead of later. Why? Because, again, he said every knee will have to bow and every tongue will have to confess that Jesus is Lord. And church of the day, now is the time to be fully persuaded and say, I believe and I receive you as Lord of my life. He says, therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, knowing that God has a place prepared for the devil and his angels, knowing that no doubt, again, God is angry with the wicked every day, knowing that no doubt God is displeased with sin, knowing therefore God will bring judgment upon this earth one day. He says we must persuade men. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? I know sometimes it seems, again, that the world, again, does not like it. He said, I got to tell them anyway. I got to persuade them anyway. I got to tell them again here today, Jesus is still the answer today. We got to be persuade them whether they want to hear it or not to tell them again Jesus is the only way that heaven and hell is real first church of the day and hell no doubt is a real place tonight and you don't want to go there how many say it tonight you know that you read about the Bible and talk about hell you don't hear about hell being preached too much too much more nowadays but you know what uh, again it's real Bible says where the worm died not where there's torment weeping and gnashing of teeth every day that should be enough to persuade you. I, remember, I was talking with a man who's not here tonight. He's not persuaded enough. But he said, this is, it's too hot. It's too hot to come to church. He said, it's not hotter than down there, but it's too hot to come to church. He's not persuaded enough to come to the house of the Lord. But you know what? Again, today, one day, men and women, will, when you get burnt on your fingers, your ladies curling your hair, you get burnt on your ear. That should be a reminder. Amen. Hell is real. Can you imagine the day, church of the day? And so he says, knowing the terror of the Lord, knowing what's coming down the line, knowing these things, we persuade men to come to Christ. And Apostle Paul said, I, I beckon of you, I beg of you to surrender your life to Jesus, to dedicate your life to the Lord while there's still time tonight. To cause, again, persuasion means to call someone to do to, to allure, again, to come to Christ, to come to the feet of Jesus and give your life to him, to come to an altar in prayer and give your life to Jesus tonight. Amen. Some will never, ever convert, sadly. Even after Jesus rose from the dead, some still didn't believe. It was just a handful, even just a couple of thousand that believed when he was there on the earth, sadly to say. Jesus even told us back, referring back to uh, eternal life. Jesus told us, he says, even if, if one was to raise from the dead, he says here, uh, neither would they be able to persuade him or persuade his brothers. He was referring to the man, the rich man who went to hell. He says, if you come send my brothers to go tell other people about it, he says, even if a dead man arose, they still wouldn't believe. They would not be persuaded. The whole community did not believe Jesus even in his day, except a few good men and women. We're looking for some few good men and women tonight, amen, that will believe, that will believe to help go reach out a few other few good men and women. You know, even out of the multitude, you add all the churches together today. If you add them all together, all the churches throughout the whole entire world that are preaching the gospel, 
that's still not enough. That's still not enough. That's still not enough, amen. Even by the millions of beings, a being in heaven is still not enough in God's eyes. Two being is still not enough. A, a, a hundred being is still not enough. The Bible says he wished to God that all men would come to repentance. All men would come to Christ. That all men would be persuaded. But we know again in the day, men and women will be persuaded one way or the other. And which one will we choose tonight? The Bible tells us there was an occasion in, in, in Antioch, a place where they first were called Christians. Go back and read the book of Acts, Acts 13. The book of Acts 13, 16. The Bible says in this church, this church called Antioch, or the city called Antioch, where one of the churches were established, the Bible says that Paul stood and he preached to them. He preached to them over and over again. And he beckoned. The Bible says he beckoned with his hands. He said, men of Israel, ye, uh, ye men, would you fear God and, and give audience to what he was saying? Would you give audience and open up your ears to what he was saying is what Peter, uh, Paul was reaching out to them, the men in Antioch 13. And after he began to tell them about the cross, he told them about Christ. He told them about the resurrected Savior in verse thir uh, th 43, same chapter, verse 43, Acts 13, 43. The Bible says, now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed after Paul and Barnabas. They were persuaded. Amen. There were some that heard the gospel. There were some that received the gospel. And the Bible says, speaking unto them, he persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And not just to receive it tonight, not just to pray one prayer, but to be persuaded all the way for the rest of the days of your life. How am I going to say it today? To be persuaded I'm going to live for God, not just, again, in the house of the Lord, not just around the brethren, but to know it in my private moments, in the days when I'm all by myself, to live for God. It has to be persuaded all the way around tonight. Every moment of our lives to be persuaded. And I like what it said in verse 44, Acts 13, 44. And the next Sabbath, the Bible says, came almost the whole city. <laughs> the next Sabbath, the next week, the whole city almost came to hear the gospel, to hear the word of God. They were being persuaded. No doubt Paul poured out his heart. And brothers and sisters, let's pour out our hearts, no doubt, to persuade men, knowing the terror of the Lord, knowing that again today judgment will come one day. Let's continue to tell men and women, hey, man, Jesus, no doubt, is coming soon. He's coming again, brothers and sisters, today. He loves you. He cares for you. He loves you more than the devil does. How many say that today? He can treat you far better than any, any man, woman, boy, or girl can. Better than any job could ever do to you and I. The love of God, no doubt. It covers a multitude of sins. He cares for his compassion. Church is beyond any natural compassion. His love looks past all of our faults and our failures. That's the love of God. Would you realize that today? Nobody can love us like the Lord can today. Bible says even Jesus, back to what we saw about, he came into his own, but his own received him not. Just a few received the miracles of Almighty God. But those that received him, to them he gave power. How many know we got, God's got power tonight? Amen. Are you persuaded tonight God's a powerful God? We sang that song just minutes ago about how great is our God? How great is our God? And you know what? He said he gave them power. In church today, when you come and pray for the Holy Ghost, and we come as believers in Christ, realize we got power from on high. 
Do you believe that we have power enough to tread on serpents tonight? Power enough to reject the devil, resist the devil, overcome temptation. Power enough to lay hands on the sick. Power enough to, uh, again today, uh, to turn back devils and see a city turn right side up today. The power of prayer, the power of believers tonight. We have power to see many women, again, uh, uh, transformed through you and I, through the power of God. Amen, as he works through you and I. Paul was persuaded. In another place also, let's jump over to the next chapter of Acts 14. Acts 14 tells us this. So he was, he was, he was preaching at Antioch. And the Bible says this, and there came thither the Jews from, another, from, from Antioch and, and, and another city says, and, and which persuaded people. And, and they stoned Paul. The people were persuaded to get rid of Paul, the evildoers. <laughs> they say, you know, we've got to stop this man because the city is being affected. And then get away. Amen. Amen. And so back to what we're saying, they flipped around. They were persuaded by the devil. Church today, don't let the devil persuade you to do what's wrong. But the Bible says they were persuaded to stone Peter. And they, they stoned and they took up rocks and they threw it at Peter. Can you imagine him coming and throw stones at us? And the Bible says, and they drew him, and, and they threw him out of the city, and, and, and supposing that he was dead, howbeit as the disciples stood round up. And this is what it says, and he came back into the city. He didn't care in Acts 40, uh, 19, 14, 20. The Bible says he came back into the city, and the Bible says in the next day, and, and so he preached and he taught again because he was persuaded. Are you listening? He was persuaded. I'm not going to let these rocks stop me. I'm not going to let the gospel be stopped. And he went back in there because again the day he was persuading that Jesus was the answer. Amen. He didn't let them, he, they, they tried to kill him but he got back up Carlos. The devil tried to kill you and I but get back up. Amen. Don't let the devil stop us tonight. Amen. We're persuaded tonight. Amen. It's a mighty moving force we're a part of tonight. How many believe that tonight? The power of the gospel, the power of God, the power of the church, the power of his word tonight. And the Bible says, and, and, and let's jump down uh, a little bit further. The Bible says, and, and many, many were, were, were delivered. In verse 21, let's read a little bit more. He ran back into the city, and when they preached the gospel to the city, and he had taught many, and returned to Lystra, and the Bible says, and to Antioch, and, and number 22, confirming the souls of the disciples, exhorting them they should continue in the faith. So he went back in there. So again, he followed up on them. Amen. Bro, says we got to follow up on folks. He went back in there, and he wanted to make sure they were good. He said he wanted to confirm their faith. He says, you know what, because he knows the devil, as soon as you leave service, I don't go back to that church. How many know that? Don't go back to that place. Don't go back to the place, uh, no doubt, that preaches straight. Don't go back to that place where they talk about the Holy Ghost. Don't go back to that place where again in the day your life can be transformed and again in the day he went back to tell them come back, come back, don't run away from the faith but stay in the faith continue in the faith, get stronger in the faith through much tribulation he told them to enter into the kingdom of God you will face tribulation but be persuaded we'll get through this thing, through hardships in your life, don't de deter today, don't turn, look to the left or to the right keep your eyes on Jesus today keep your eyes on the kingdom, be fully persuaded tonight Paul was persuaded, and he did, uh, uh, he, he did it for Jesus. As we shared with you last week about uh, being crazy for Jesus. Y'all remember that? Being crazy for Jesus. Preach you crazy on a hot Thursday night. Again, crazy meaning mad in a good way. Y'all know how you twist words and use it in a good, bad, good way. This old song said, bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. <laughs> old Run MC. <laughs> but anyway, 
he talked about how that uh, he went to Festus, and that's what we covered this last week about. He says, Paul, you are gone mad in your mind. You've gone mad, don't you know? All this Jesus stuff. You done lost your mind, preacher. Christian, you done lost your mind. You're reading too much of your Bible now. They didn't care when we was out in the club. How many know what I'm talking about? They didn't care when we was out there shaking it up, shacking up, sleeping around, smoking it up. They don't care. But as soon as you start praying, something's wrong with you now. As soon as you start coming to church, as soon as you say, hey, preacher, I want to get baptized. Preacher, I want to start uh, uh, paying my tithe. They didn't care how much money you spent in, out in the world. They didn't care how much beer I bought. Man, you start giving into the offering, oh, you're going to come. They didn't care about all that before. And naturally they said, Paul, you done gone mad, Paul. And the Bible says, he says, I'm not mad. I'm just persuaded. I'm persuaded that Jesus is the Christ. I'm telling you today, I'm in my right mind. Amen. In church of the day, he began to say, Festus, I, I said, I know that you know the truth. He says, and Festus said back to him, Paul, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. He said, I'm almost persuaded. But sometimes people come all the way to the edge. But then they, then they stop. And so back what we were saying about get all the way in. Don't think about it twice. In this summertime, think about going swimming. Amen. Now I remember how it used to be. You going swimming. You used to stick your toe in a little bit. Too cold. You know what I'm talking about, James? And then you got to let me just eat. Don't splash no water on me. <laughs> Don't splash, stop splashing the water. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then you get down in there a little bit. And I'm coming down in slow, slow, slow. You get down in there slow. But you know what? That didn't really work. It didn't work. It didn't work until what? You got all the way in. You can, you can get all the way in and the water was here and all this was still dry and you still cold. Ooh, still don't splash. All this is wet, but this right here is still dry. You wasn't all the way in. It wasn't until you either got all the way under the water or just ran back Got as far back as you could and did a big belly flop. And got all the way in. And immediately that temperature changed in it. Your body got used to somehow, some way. And the same thing is with God. Just get all the way in. Stop tiptoeing in God. Stop being partial in God. Just come on and get all the way in and get fully persuaded. Say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to serve God to the day that I die. Amen. And it will be worth it all. The best decision you ever can make. Not being partially in, partially out. Get all the way in. Amen. Be persuaded one way or the other. Reverend already said it earlier. He said, I would as you was either hot or cold, not lukewarm. Get all the way in. And we're not telling you to get out. Amen. If you're out, keep coming. Amen. One of these days, perhaps you'll be fully persuaded to come all the way in. Amen. Amen. To be fully persuaded. Jesus said, I'm going to spew you out if you're halfway. That's what he said. I'm going to vomit you out. And read that in the book of Revelation. Church of the day, let's be fully persuaded all the way. I'm going to finish up with this. Come on up, Vic. So we must continue to be persuaded as well. We must continue to persuade, continue to persuade, continue to tell people, continue to pray for people that they may come to Christ. Continue to pray for the city. How many going to do that with us? Continue to pray for the brethren. Continue to pray for those not here tonight. Continue to pray for those that we've invited. Continue to pray for the lost. Continue to pray for our world today. We must continue to pray. Listen to what it says here in Proverbs 25. He says, he says it takes sometimes long forbearing. He says, but, but a soft answer to break the bones. He said, it may take a long forbearing, but over time, perhaps something will break. I was thinking about some men, no doubt, that I work with, and I said, you know, I got to continue to peel back layers. 
Continue to peel back layers. Uh, I pray to continue to peel back layers and continue to show them Christ. Uh, again, I can't hammer Jesus over the head every day. I can't, again, they, they already know they talk about Jesus more than I do. <laughs> they talk about God more than I do. I don't even really talk about it. It comes up. They talk talking about it. You continue to peel back the layers. God help me show them Christ. That one day that God will, when they will see the truth, one day along the way, they will see we also been talking about complete victories. I close up. Complete victory. And that word again pops up. He said, I am persuaded. To have quick, complete victory in your life, you must be fully persuaded. To be persuaded, then neither death nor life. We come back and read us, follow the series there on, on Facebook and YouTube. Get a chance to subscribe to the channel. But he says today, uh, so we have a whole playlist there about the complete victory. No doubt, fully persuaded in receiving God. Have a made up mind tonight. I'm going to receive Christ. Made up mind, I'm going to live for him from this day forward. I'm not going back. Make up mind, I'm going to heaven. I made up mind, tonight's my night to get the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to think twice about it. Tonight, I, I'm going to be full of the sweat. I'm going to get baptized. I'm going to get all the way in. I'm going to start becoming a soul for him. And tonight, I'm going to be fully persuaded that tonight's my night that Jesus can heal me. Fully persuaded, whatever you do. And Jesus told us, he said, according to our faith, be it unto you. And so as we fully persuaded, we'll see a difference. Amen. We'll see a difference in our lives. We're fully persuaded for deliverance tonight. In order for me to get fully get delivered from alcohol, I'd have a made up mind that this was it. And any vice or anything that perhaps you're going through tonight, you have to make up and be fully persuaded that no means no. This is my last night with the devil. This is my last night of running with the thieves. Running with the devil tonight, and I'm gonna be fully persuaded. I'm not gonna listen to it, get be affected by that pull anymore. I'm not gonna let temptation get the best, and I'm gonna follow Christ. Be fully persuaded. And Romans tells us, he says, Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. You have to do it. We can persuade you, we can preach, Reverend preach, we teach, we we, we beckon, we call you, but you have to at the end of the day, you're gonna have to make another choice. You're gonna have to do it. Say, so you know what? I'm ready. And my friend today, knowing the terror of the Lord, do it now. Knowing what's on the other side of eternal life, because tomorrow's not promised. Let's do it now. And as you persuade, he's able to keep you every day. First Timothy 1.12. He's able to, second Timothy 1 12, he's able to keep you from falling. And the book of Hebrews tells us, I got a few more. The book of Hebrews tells us this, he said, but we we are persuaded. God has a better thing for you. I mean, believe that today. As you come to Christ, better days are ahead for you as well. I'm telling you, the lie of the devil will say, ah, there's nothing to this Christian. I'm telling you, better days are ahead in Christ. How many believe that today? And for the believer tonight, better days are ahead. In Hebrews 69, he says, he said, I am persuaded better things are for you. He said, the things that accompany salvation, he says, the things that come with salvation, there's better days. He said, uh, he says, also, the, he said, not, not, not to forget the work that what Christ has done. He said, the labors and, and the work that you've done, Christ sees it. He knows you continue to serve God. Say, no, I'm, I get, I'm getting tired. I'm growing weary. No, be persuaded. This thing is far beyond what you see right now. The Bible goes on and says in Hebrews 11, the hall of faith. We talk about the hall of fame. There's a hall of faith. Uh, in, in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, we passed by the College Football Hall of Fame. It reminded me of the Hall of Faith. In the Hall of Fame, the men and women that do great feats 
in whatever field they're in. But the Bible in chapter 11 talks about the hall of faith where men and women did great feats for God. The Bible says in verse 14, it's my last verse. He said, all died in the faith. The ones that he listed and the ones thereafter he listed, he said, all died in the faith. That's the way we want to die tonight. In the faith. Amen? Let's die in the faith. Die in Christ. Die serving the Lord. Die again in the day in Jesus. When they, when they preach your funeral and say that was a woman of faith, that was a man of faith, that brother served the Lord with all of his heart, with all of his mind. They loved the Lord. They were persuaded beyond the shadow of a doubt, no doubt, and they died in the faith, not having received the promises, have seen them afar off. We don't see all that God has in store for us, but believe, be persuaded. He says, persuaded of them and embrace them and confess them that they are strangers and pilgrims on earth. Tonight be pilgrims and persuaded tonight when you come to Christ. You're leaving this old present world. This world is no longer your home. The attractions and the allurement thereof. Let those no longer be your goal. Again today, yes, we have the natural, the secular things you have to do here on earth while we live. But let, let your ultimate goal be heaven. Consider yourself a stranger and a pilgrim just passing through. Be persuaded that God has a better place for you and I. I mean, know that tonight. God has a place prepared for those that are persuaded. A heaven and a mansion waiting for you. Tonight, tonight, be persuaded. Be persuaded and say, I'm going to live for Christ. Be persuaded I'm going to tell others about Jesus. Be persuaded that I'm going to do my best to serve him and live for him. And as we bow our heads in reverence to God, one way or another, we are persuaded. Let us be persuaded in the right way to Jesus tonight. Let us be persuaded towards the Christ, knowing an eternal life, knowing what he can do, knowing he's the Savior, knowing he's your answer, knowing he's the need meter tonight, knowing he's a forgiver of all sins, knowing he's, a, he's able to take your life and transform it, knowing he's the way, knowing that he loves you so, knowing that without him we can do nothing. My friend today, do you know him tonight? Get to know him, be persuaded in him. And she began to sing as unto the Lord tonight. Let's make that our prayer. As we stand to our feet tonight, if you're not saved tonight, if you're not saved, say tonight I want to be saved tonight. If you want to be saved, you're not here. You have to give your life to Christ. Tonight, lift your head and say, Preacher, I want to be saved tonight. With your heads bowed in reverence to God and say, I want to be saved tonight. I want to be saved. I want to give my life to God. Those watching online tonight, you can even say it or type it. I want to be saved tonight. He began to say, you know what? If you want to be saved tonight, ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. Be persuaded tonight that he came and he gave his life for you and I. Came and died on an old rugged cross, shed his innocent blood. Through his blood tonight, be persuaded that he's able to wash away all your sin. And tonight, be persuaded enough to say, you know what? I'm going to give my life to him. Be persuaded tonight that I'm forgiven all your sins. Tonight, tonight's the night where you're forgiven of all your past as you give your life to Christ. And from this day forward, say, you know what, Jesus, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to live for you. And for the rest of my days, I'm going to follow you. And there'll be a witness for you to follow your word, to follow your will, to do as you say do. And not only that, but to become a witness for you. To let my light shine before men that they may see 
power of God in me. Tonight, I want to be a Christian tonight. If that's your prayer tonight, God bless you. Tonight, welcome to the family of God. And tonight, live for him for the rest of your days. Remember this night as a prayer to God. And never go back. Never go back to the things of this world. But live for him for the rest of your life. For the Christian night, for the believers tonight, let's be persuaded beyond a shadow of a doubt. Say, we're not going back. We're going to live for him. Let's be persuaded that this world can still be saved. Let's be persuaded that your friends and your loved ones can be saved. Let's be persuaded tonight. Amen, that this community can be changed. And no doubt God will use you and I to reach the lost for Christ. Let us go out with fervency and go out and do again for the kingdom of God to persuade men even when they don't want to hear it. Even no doubt when they reject us. It's alright, be persuaded. Continue to influence. Continue to let your light shine. Continue to pray. Prayer works. Continue to believe. Perhaps you don't see all that you have need of right now. Perhaps you don't see all the prayers being answered right now, but continue to pray. Continue to seek the Lord. Continue to call on God. Be persuaded. I said, I know my God's going to answer. I know he's real. It's beyond the shadow of a doubt. Be persuaded that God will make a way where there is no way. When you pray that prayer, believe it and live the life accordingly. God will answer it. God will meet that need. Tonight, my friend, today, be fully persuaded in your mind that God is the answer. Let's all find a place to pray for a few minutes. Y'all, the prayers open. Whatever you have need of, just reach up to heaven right now. Reach up to heaven by faith and not by sight. Say, God, I receive. I believe. I believe you right now. And she began to sing unto the Lord, I believe. I know you're going to answer prayers right now. Answer, answer, answer. In Jesus' name. Amen.
little sweetie in the, for the kingdom of God. She said, I want to serve him. Amen. Serve the Lord. Amen. No turning back. Welcome to the army of God. Welcome to the family of God. Amen. To serve him. Both feet in. All the way in. Head from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Reminds me of Peter when uh, he was talking about eternal life. And he didn't want Jesus to wash his feet. And Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you can't have, you can't enter into the kingdom of God. He said, oh, Peter. He said, Jesus, well, you know what? Not just my feet, but my hands, my heart, my mind, everything you can have in Jesus. Amen. And we pray tonight. Continue to pray for the new believer in Christ. Continue to pray. Be all the way in. Let's let that be our prayer. Our prayer for this community. Pray for the brethren and sisters out here tonight to be fully persuaded. Our world to be persuaded. I like what it say. We have to come back to that. The whole city. Practically the whole city. Three, three, four Aspen Street. Come on in. We gotta make. We're gonna make room here. Tell somebody. Invite somebody. Persuade them to come. Take some cards, some flyers. Lead them to the social media. Persuade somebody to come here. The Word of God. Amen. Amen. Be persuaded this weekend. Let's let this be an awesome weekend. We gotta go and come into the weekend persuaded. Amen. Let's believe God, and Amen, and trust God that this can be an awesome, awesome end of the month, uh, going into a new, new month as the Lord allows. Again, this could be an awesome time awesome days ahead for Almighty God. Be persuaded about that. Better days ahead for you, my sister, in Jesus' name. Amen. Serving the Lord is an awesome thing. When you both feet are in, you got to have both feet in. Amen. And truly, God's going to help you by his grace. Amen. I'd like to welcome each one. Uh, thank God for each one here today, and welcome to the family of God one more time. God bless you, prayers, our prayer. Reverend Johnson, we dismiss in prayer tonight.